0: Serving the campus and community since the 70s, this is Fighting Scots Radio, 88.9 WFSE, Edinburgh. And now, the news you need to know. This is 88.9 WFSE.
1: All right, you're listening to the news at noon on WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. My name is Carly Dice, and I'm here to bring you all the news that you need to know. Now, this news at, news, news at Noon excuse me is a little special this time. Rather than go about our normal version, we're going to discuss the strike that everybody is talking about. So the strike began at 5 a.m. this morning, and in the studio with me today is Britton Rozelle. He is the GM of WFSC and also the executive editor of The Spectator. Hello. As well as Michaela Lazy. She's the news editor for The Spectator and promotions director for WFSC. Hi, everyone. All right, to kick it off, let's just talk a little bit about what happened last night and kind of catch everybody up to speed who may or may not have heard about it. Sure.
2: Okay. so last night um, negotiations were still ongoing. um, And then about 8.45 at night, um, Pashi handed Abscuff their final proposal and then left and said, we're done negotiating. Um, Abscuff then continued from 11.45 to 4.59 AM this morning to um, negotiate and try to get Pashi to come back to the table and to get this resolved. But, however, Pashi did not show up to the table right. and uh, that thus left the teachers striking.
3: Um, and then there was some confusion in that in the sense that um, when Abscuff had announced that Pashi had left the table, most people assumed that that automatically meant that there was going to be the strike. Um and that wasn't going to be confirmed regardless of the situation until 4:59 in the morning. Um, once it was confirmed, of course, the teachers were lined up at Reader Hall here on campus with their signs in line um, and everything like that. So since then, since five o'clock this morning, um, teachers and other faculty, as well as some students have been picketing, protesting more or less um, Pashi's negotiation system so far.
2: And uh, so far, Pashi has had limited contact uh, with uh, AppSCOF members and students, not really communicating. If they will be going back to the negotiation table anytime soon, uh, that is not known at this time. What is known is that um, faculty members will continue to strike until
1: uh,
2: a fair contract is found.
1: And I just want to point out that you two have done an incredible job covering all of this thus far. Well, thank you. And if you haven't read their coverage, you need to head over to edinburghnow.com right now to get your fill. And also, those of you who have any questions, uh, message us on Facebook at Edinburgh Now page, and we will answer some of those questions later in the show. Um, also in the studio, I have Natalie and Kim, who attended Hello. the president's <laughs> listening hour this morning. That's us. Do you want to fill us in a little bit?
0: Um, well, there was actually a lot that happened. Um, it got kind of unruly at one point. Um, I think one of the most important things that we took out of it that should be addressed first and foremost is the, um, the whole attendance confusion that's going on. Uh, basically what President Walker said was, if you have a class that is impacted, like your instructor is not there, um, all of those classes, cl- attendance will not be taken. Um, I know there were a lot of rumors that they were hiding, hiring separate staff to do that. But if you have a class where a professor is not there, they are on the picket line. um, (laughs) Attendance is not being taken. Attendance of the professor because of payroll and to make sure that professors that are still teaching do get paid and still get their benefits. Their attendance is taken, like of that professor themselves. But students, there will be no record of whether or not you went to check in and see if your professor was there if they were not there.
1: And i think that's really useful especially with everybody freaking out whether or not they're going to get in trouble attending their classes so (laughs) that's that's definitely good um what else we got
4: it got it was a little heated in the beginning um a little bit of a hostile environment Um, when we first came in a lot of students were kind of angry and letting that show um but he, he did handle that well. We The students actually ended up forming a, a line to ask him questions is what ended up happening and at their just own to, request. Yeah,
0: just to point out really quick, that was not at the request of Walker. That was yes. at the request of students. And I apologize. I do not know the name of the student who said, okay, let's form a line when things did get unruly. But I think that it's really important to recognize that. Um, not all of us students are here to kind of cause a ruckus or um whether intentionally or unintentionally like the point of president walker and whoever else is going to have a talk like this the point of it is to have a discourse um so that we can calmly collect information and and clarify and walker said that repeatedly and um i just want to think that student if you're listening whoever that was we as students not just campus media but as students ourselves we super appreciate that because it was really hard to get any information from president walker because he kept getting interrupted and people kept yelling things so it was nice to finally have um real discussion real discussion and be
1: able to get
0: stuff out of him
1: all right anything else you might want to point out from the event well there is the
4: fact that he did say that this is gonna this could be a national it already is a national thing he said like one of a quote directly from him was that he there's no doubt in his mind that the president of the united states is aware of what's going on right now it's at a national level it's a federal level not just affecting states 14 state schools that are being affected by this um so it's it is a big deal and
0: yeah something else that he did mention was um somebody asked why um administration not just him but other administrators or like even the board of governors um, doesn't really communicate to students doesn't have talks like the one that he had and he did point out like we do have the president's listening hour right. um, people should know that that happens um, unless you're newer here or you don't read your email and he pointed out like not a lot of students attend those and that's what those meetings are for um, to get out your issues to ask him questions like Um, like he's like I don't know you just like he said like a total of about two two people people on average come to his listening hours and that's if you want to get your voice out if you want your opinion to matter on this campus you don't have to join an organization you can literally just go to this meeting and say hi Professor Walker here's something I have a problem with what are you going to do to fix it how can we as a university come to a solution like students need to be attending these meetings um, so that there's a way that we can all find some common ground on issues that are obviously happening around campus.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Uh, We're going to take a short break here. In the meantime, if you have any questions, be sure to ask those on the Edinburgh Now Facebook.
2: Let's go inside the mind of a ten-year-old.
1: I should have worn earrings today. Buckle up, Sarah. michaela
4: has got like the best earrings. Sarah, buckle up. I wish my name was Michaela.
3: We're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey.
4: Oh yeah, seatbelt. I wonder if there's pizza at school
2: today. It can be tough getting through the kids, but it's your job to make sure they're wearing your seatbelts. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.
1: What's up, Edinburgh? My name's Diego, and I'll be here every Monday night to bring you the very best the EDM genre has to offer. From hits by the world's most popular DJs, to more obscure songs from up-and-coming producers. You do not want to miss it. So join me every Monday at 9 p.m. on 88.9, WFSE Fighting Scots Radio.
4: If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to the News at Noon right here on WFSC Fighting Scots Radio. We are holding a special edition of News at Noon with the Strike Edition. We're talking all things strike-related, so listen in. We've got some questions that were asked, and we're going to try to answer them the best that we can.
3: All right. So we had a question from Santo on Twitter depending on how long the strike lasts, would it affect my December graduation? Given the information that we have right now, um, we only have any indication from Jeff Heilman that it may affect Thanksgiving break from students. and this is what was discussed at around 11, 10, 11 o'clock earlier today at a media blitz with local news sources. Um, it like just speaking on conjecture given that it will not likely affect graduation unless it does last. Like until the end of this month.
0: Something that I'd like to point out going off of that is um President Walker repeated that, you know, this was this is a fluid situation. We don't know how long this is gonna last. So you can't um I guess you could do some kind of preemptive planning, but you can't fully plan out for how these things are gonna work. Um we don't know if it's gonna be a day, we don't know if it's gonna end at three o'clock. We honestly really don't know.
3: Right, and and that kind of falls in the hands of Pashi and Abskov themselves. Yeah. Um, Pashi has not had a single piece of correspondence with us or social media since approximately 14 hours ago. Uh, um,
4: <coughs>
2: except for uh, Pashi's media manager Ken Marshall, um, did email me back, but uh, just saying that they hope the strike is short-lived right. and that they'll do everything they can to keep the universities functioning until the strike is over. Um, he did not mention any plans for negotiations to go forward
0: so I guess that kind of segues into our next question from Cody Barberini on Facebook Um, as of right now we don't know that there are any negotiations right going on any plans for any what we know is what you guys know Um, they had an offer last night Around What time
2: would you say that was? Uh, 840. 8.45 was the last proposal that Pashi put right. on the table, and then they said, that's it, that's our final
0: proposal, we're leaving, we're done negotiating. Yeah, And we do know that um, ABSCUFF representatives did stay at the table for quite some time, right mm-hmm. up until 5 mm-hmm. o'clock this morning when it was official that the strike um, was starting. So wish we had more information on that, <laughs> but there's really, at this time, they, they're... There's so much that could be happening, but we are not given that information, right. so we don't know.
4: They haven't, um, they haven't released any new press releases yet regarding negotiation talks since the strike started. I don't believe anything, at least regarding to getting closer to a contract. So, that's where we're at with that.
0: We have another question from our Facebook Live comments. I apologize if I don't pronounce your last name correctly. Um, Kareem Ben Bournain. Kareem's question is Given that the state budget is decided ahead of time and fixed, what are the financial limiting factors that determine how many concessions PASHI can make to satisfy the demands of the faculty? Um, Something that I think it's important to point out here is that they can make as many offers as they want.
3: Right. And a lot of the concessions that PASHI can make are based on what taxpayers are paying into the system mm-hmm. for education mm-hmm. and for higher education specifically. Um, the 14 state schools in the Pasi system are all based off of tax revenue. That's how they function and that's how they were founded. Um, so all of the limiting factors would be tied directly to that. Um, what Abscuff is asking for may not necessarily be at the max limit of what they're doing, but they're also looking to get um, things such as better insurance um what it, there was another one as far as uh time off i believe um holiday time that they aren't getting
2: um that and uh time for i guess research right, 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 right. to uh, continue research
3: um so as as far as as we've been informed right now um that level of the discussion is currently only between passion app scuff mm-hmm. um if that is released it will be posted on edinburgh now as soon as we get it so please stay tuned for that
1: any others are we good for now um
0: at the moment we don't have any um i think it's also one of the things that i found striking that president walker mentioned um was that edinburgh currently has um because everybody brought up the you know how much are you paid how much are these faculty paid why mm-hmm. would you take a pick cut stuff like that Um, There was a lot of talk about things that are public records, so I won't, like, talk about them right now because you can just Google them or whatever. But um, something that he said that really struck me was that Edinburgh has a $3.7 million budget deficit right now. Right. Wow. Um, I think that's something that people really need to be thinking about. Um, He also mentioned that if this does continue um, and we have to – figure out whether or not we, we need to come back for the spring semester. Um, if we are able to make up time for the accreditation, um, that it's, it's possible that that's not gonna be necessary. But again, we can't predict these things. We don't know how long this is gonna go on for. Right. So we can't give a definite yes or no to really anything
1: time lapse wise. And I think that's what's freaking out everybody the most is what we don't know. You know when it's gonna end. I mean, that's freaking out me the most, too, so <laughs> right. um, the, un- the level of uncertainty is certainly terrifying. Um, well, that's all we have for now. Please stay tuned and keep up to date with all things campus and strike-related on EdinburghNow.com, as well as their Facebook and Twitter pages. And I'll be back on Friday regardless of the su- situation here at hand, so be sure to tune in and get your fill on all things newsworthy with me, Carly Dyes on the News at Noon on WFSC Fighting Scots Radio.